what, what, what? It's Saturday because every day is Saturday. That's right. We're going to take a look at retirement. What are people doing? More people are retired right now than any time in history. People don't have jobs and they don't want jobs. We're going to take a look at what that looks like. We're going to talk to people, find out, do they enjoy being retired? Do they enjoy not going to work every day? Do they enjoy things that they're doing outside of work? Are they fulfilled the whole gamut of things we're going to look at? We're going to find out, were they traveling? Do they miss people they used to work with? Do they miss their jobs? That's going to happen right here on this podcast from the Bath Network. That's Bulldog and Friends. I'm the host of this podcast, and that is Every Day is Let's go right now. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. I cannot believe it is Saturday again. And we have another great guest. We've been gone for a little while, but you know what? Things are, the heart grows fonder as you wait and you wait for something great to happen. And that's what we got today. We've got a great guest for you today. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Extraordinary young life leader, over 40 years, husband, father, grandfather, drum roll, please, great grandfather you would not know by looking at this guy two rose bowls played in two rose bowls for um 60 and 61 trombone now he's back in his state of washington the great state of washington the great joe kempston welcome joe thank you todd it's nice to be welcome man good to see you you. you are a legend in so many places but especially where we were uh, at the same place together in the monterey peninsula Fabulous job leading our young life there and group of people. So, again, it's great having you on. Uh, Thank you. It's really nice to be asked. Okay, let's talk about uh, retirement. Again, uh, you you are a great Facebook chronicle chronicler, I would say would be the word, because you just have great stories about your family and stuff. But uh, tell us a little bit about what you did for an occupation before you retired. Okay. I I got my MBA from Stanford and my engineering degree from UW. And when I was 29, I was working in those fields, but I had been a volunteer young life leader for about six years. So I joined the young life staff when I was 29 in what is now the Silicon Valley, Sunnyvale, Saratoga, that area, uh, Santa Clara. And, And I was in a couple of different, two or three different locations, but ended up in Monterey and retired at age 62. Wow. Now, uh, real quick, tell us about, because I grew up in San Jose. I don't know if you knew that. We, we, we've talked about that before. What years were you in San Jose area, Santa Clara, that area? We moved to Sunnyvale in 1968, and I led the Homestead Young Life Club for the next five years. And then my boss said, Joe, I want you to take over Young Life in San Jose. So I did that for two short years and then moved to Spokane. So I was in San Jose from 73 to 75. Okay, all right. So maybe cross paths with Nick Palermo. Was he a kid when you were, did he, do you ever see Nick? Or Nick but Lonek just, wasn't there yet, right? No, he came after me. Nick had just graduated from high school, from Leland High School, year old alma mater. 
and he was one of our volunteer leaders, a great guy, as you well know. Oh, my gosh. It changed, changed so many things for so many people over the years. My God, he's one of one of my heroes and maybe one of the funniest guys that I know in on this planet. <laughs> and right. he also knows more baseball trivia than anybody I know. Yeah, you don't even get started and don't wear a Dodger hat anywhere within 50 miles. <laughs> All right. Tell us a couple of things you miss about your job. What is the things that you miss from your old occupation? That I miss? Uh, you know, I miss, I think I miss the ongoing teamwork with the pals that I always led young life clubs with. But there's not a, I don't miss, I don't miss going out in the evenings now in the winter. I like staying home, always did. I think that for me, Young Life was all about relationships and friendships and Jesus. And I just do those same things today, except with a different age group, more with people from probably 20 to to about my age. That's my focus on people. And, and that's what I did back then. And that's what I continue to do. So that part of it hasn't changed for me. Yeah, it uh, it's such a great, as, as Christ's ministry was a relational ministry and spending time with people and having that right to be heard. And you did that so well, what I saw here in the Monterey Peninsula of just being there for people, having those relationships with people. They are so important. I was talking to Lonak the other day and we were talking about different relational things. And he and his thing is that is that we, we'll never, we're never going to start doing those things. Those are the things we do. Those are the th- who we are. And that's the way Christ has made us. And so I, I love it that you're still doing those things now. Yeah, it's a privilege. Sounds like you spend a lot of time keeping in touch with people. Do you keep in touch with a lot of those old buddies from when you were working in Young Life? Yeah, there's there's about 15 or 20 of them that I spend regular time with, either uh, not so much personally anymore, but more uh, via the phone or Facebook or texting or that kind of thing. And I also, there's probably, uh, I probably keep in touch, pretty close touch with about 100 kids that were in my young life clubs through the years going back to 1968. Wow. Um, so, so that's a kick in the pants. I'd say a, a day doesn't go by without me being in touch with one of them. That's great. That is so <laughs> fabulous. I know that I, I love that part of it too, is just being able to, and I th- I think I know for all the, the ills that people have about social media and stuff, I just think I've, I've been able to keep in touch with so many people, just see their faces. And when you see their faces, you like, Give them a call or text them because God puts them in your mind. So I think it's great. Let's talk about travel. So many times that retirement and travel get co-mingled, and I I love that. You've done a ton of traveling. Tell us a little bit about your travel. Uh, Thank you. Uh, About the time I left Young Life, I had gotten pretty involved with uh, Young Life in the former Soviet Union. I had taken uh, a couple of trips a year over there. And then when I retired, I continued that for a number of years. So I've been in, uh, I think, eight of the former Soviet Union countries, um, teaching young life leaders there how to minister to kids. Uh, celebrated my 65th birthday party there. They they, they, uh, <laughs> they, they tricked me into, they, they got a couple of camp cops to pretend they were the KGB and tried oh, to gosh. scare them. 
tried to scare the heck out of me by taking me to a room and interrogating me and accusing me of being a, a member of the CIA and all this kind of oh stuff. My gosh. But but it didn't work. I just got mad at him. <laughs> okay, there are some practical jokes that are okay. I don't, that might have gone over the line a little bit, especially was, with all we know going on in the Soviet Union right now. It was funny. Anyway, so I've traveled a lot to wow. the Soviet Union. Cherry went with me three times. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe our favorite trip we took was to Switzerland. We did a Swiss rail tour wow. um, in back in 2018 that was just fabulous on lakes and trains and mountaintops. That was special. We've I did a wedding at Z, in Zihuatanejo, Mexico. What's that movie? Again? Oh yeah, yeah, the Shawshank. You were Shawshank. So you were right there on the beach with him with the, with the guys from Shawshank. I was right there on the beach and had one of the best meals in my life at a restaurant right there on that beach, too. It was fun. Been to Canada, been to spend a week in London, a week in Paris. And uh, this summer, we took two of our local kids and their spouses and their families. So there was 12 of us in all. We went to northern Italy for close to three weeks. Wow. And that was a real fun deal. And we go back to Minnesota to, to our oldest son's lake place once a year. So yeah. there's there's been some fun travel involved. Uh, That's great. It's hard it's harder for Cherry to travel now because her legs aren't in great shape. So we're thinking maybe a hip replacement's in her future, and we'll, oh, we'll see about okay. the travel after that. But we're almost 81 and almost, yeah. you know, that, that you happens. guys look great. I see you guys on Facebook and I'm thinking you're photoshopping pictures about when you lived in Monterey. You guys look so good. So way to go. <laughs> good, clean living. I love it. And again, travel is so important and you, you do it when you're young, younger and you, but you guys never stopped. I love that about you. All right. Give us a typical day in retirement for Joe Kempston. Okay. I, I get up early. I get up at five. I mean, I'd like to sleep longer, but I just wake up then and make myself a cup of coffee, sit in the living room and try to not wake my dog up. And then I read the one year Bible Been doing that since 1996 cliff davidson got me into doing that and i've done it every year but two and i really love it i i pray that god will speak to me through his word and he often does and sometimes i'll just be, use that time for a time of great prayer also that's the first thing and then cherry gets up and we we spend some time together just talking about grandkids and great grandkids and life and then i usually make breakfast for the two of us and then my, my days are a variation of stuff. I lead a men's group on Thursday morning, have done that for a long time now. And sometimes I'll spend an hour in prep for that. Sometimes I'll do some writing. A few years ago, I wrote a little book called A Kid Named Joey. Kind of my growing up years. It was Yeah, my kids asked me to do it. So I did. And I was expecting to sell 25 or 30 or 40 copies just to family members. And I've actually sold a cup just under a couple of hundred of them which is fun it's on amazon all right and, well, i got uh, it i'm gonna go, i'm right after we're done here i'm going to get it because i okay. want to know more about that kid named joey a kid named joey yeah it's a it's a fun thing and all the trouble i got in middle school you being a teacher you would appreciate that <laughs> uh, um and then then i do some other writing because i'm gonna do another book here sometime in the next year i do a lot of gardening couple, I play some golf, I go on hikes. But one thing I purposely do is six of our 12 grandkids live 
in our area. So I really try to purposely spend time with them, not just going to their athletic events, but just be with them personally, taking them out to lunch or hanging out with them or having them over for a movie or whatever. So that's, that might be a, a typical day for me. Uh, I also meet with um, some, some guys probably a couple of times a week. Maybe, maybe it'll be an old guy. We'll have a beer in the afternoon at four o'clock. <laughs> and if it's young guys, sometimes we'll coffee in the morning in their area and we'll talk about God and their life and how they're doing. So that, that's kind of a typical day. I love that. And that seems a very full day. And uh, I've always, somebody told me this one time, if you were a busy person, whatever you were busy with, you being a relational person, meeting with people, you will do that the rest of your life. It may change who you meet with and maybe the, but you will always spend time doing that. And I have, I've seen that in so many people, especially that's, it sounds like a great day. All right. If you could start a new career, not that I'm saying, Joe, go out and get a new career at 81, but what would that be? If I had to, if I had a new body, I would enjoy being a, a landscape artist or something oh, nice. like that. Cherry has always had great gardens since our Monterey days, and she's the brains and I'm the brawn. And so <laughs> I, I do the wheelbarrow stuff, dig the ditches, <laughs> replant the plants. Can you move this plant over here? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make sure you see that plan before you start digging holes. Yeah, so maybe in heaven, God could use a, a guy to plant somewhere. That'd be me. You'd be a great, you'd be one of the great gardeners. I like how you said the landscape artist. I just call them gardeners, but you could call them a landscape gardener. Up, up here, we call them mow, blow, and go. Exactly. That's great. I love this, how rich your retirement has been. Great grandkids, all these things. What, what if anything has been difficult about retirement? Will you think this is, this is a little different than I thought or? Todd, I, I honestly have not found it difficult. It is true that we moved to a, a new place like the week after I moved back to the state of Washington from Monterey, not too far from where I grew up. We live in a beautiful little place called Gig Harbor. And we bought kayaks and stuff and used them a lot. And we were here with family and we moved up here because one of our daughters was here and then our son moved up the next year. So I honestly have not found anything about retirement to be difficult. I love the fact that I can be in charge of my own schedule and my own priorities and I can decide with, with some guidance what, how I want to spend my day. And I really like that. I think that's great. I, I love that about retirement so far. And I'm just a baby steps into it, but I, I do love that part of it. Joe, if you could give us some words of wisdom about retirement to people who are thinking about retirement or who are in retirement now, people like me that are just starting out, what would those words be? I would say, and I've thought about this a lot. There's a verse in Second Corinthians 4. And it says, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And I, I, I think also about what Jesus said about don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where all kinds of stuff can happen to them, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. What would those treasures be? It's a relationship, one with Jesus and one with, one with people and, or many with people. And I, I want to invest, I would encourage people to invest their lives in others. 
ask the question every day, who can I help today? Who, who could I encourage? Should I make a phone call to somebody? Should I write somebody a note? Is there some job I can do for somebody? Those are the, those are, and those are easy questions to ask because it's, it's easy to serve. And so that's kind of, that, I, I think when I retired, I asked a friend of mine down in, in Monterey um, if he had any advice. And he just said, stay out of debt. And also, and then he said, don't spend your money on, on, on stuff like new cars or a cabin somewhere, spend it on experiences. So that, that in, in the real, that's a real short answer, but that's what I'd say. I think that's great. Again, I, in my short time being retired, I found that experiences and meeting people and kind of investing your time in people is much more the profits or the time that we do that. It's just much more valuable to the Lord and to to us. Kathy and I have, Kathy's has been great. She's met this fabulous group of friends that play tennis and she's going, I met some guys at golfing and then we met some guys at church. And so all that has gone. So I appreciate your time, Joe. I know that you got lots to do. I would say one more thing about what I remember about you and great thoughts that I have about you is number one, your smile. You were always a guy that uh, had a big smile and was <laughs> inviting to people that you were approachable. I saw that. And then I just saw your dedication to kids. You're talking about making breakfast for, for Cherry. I, I remember those times hearing about these phenomenal breakfasts that you would make for campaigner kids in the morning and the great Dave Moynihan started doing that when we were working together at club and at Pacific Grove. And just to that person, I really appreciate your Facebook, the things you say on Facebook, whether they are something that has meaning to me or that what just a fun recollection of something you guys have done. That trip to Italy was great. Gelato and pizza. All that is phenomenal. So again, thanks for being on with us today. Todd, you are totally welcome. It was an honor. Take All care. Right. Again, thank Joe Kempston. If you're ever in Gig Harbor, just find him. He'll go to his house. He'll make you breakfast. Just want to mention Saving Innocence. Again, that's one of the reasons we do the podcast is to bring and shed some light on just a horrible thing that's going on in this world. I, as far as things be going on in the world, I can't think of anything much more unbelievable and horrible. And so it's all about that these poor little girls that are put into sex slavery and and Alan Smith and this group of people, really these phenomenal women who've come alongside these girls and helped them through this unbelievable tragedy. This is something that cannot go on. It's, it's been going on forever. It, it needs to stop. We need to shine a light and this needs to stop in our world. And so if you can do anything, prayers, time, money, go to savinginnocence.org, take a look at the website, call Alan Smith, Tell them that, that Joe Kempston and I sent you. And it, it's it's one of those things that just, if more people knew about it, I think we'd have a better idea of exactly how to maybe end this in our time. Again, thank you, Joe Kempston, for being on. We love every day is Saturday because every day is Saturday for us. We don't work. We got a lot of things we do, but we don't do anything uh, that we have to do for work. And we're excited about that. So every day is Saturday. And uh, we just want to thank the Bath Network for putting us on. And uh, thanks, Joe. You're welcome. Take care. Got it. <laughs>